if today were not Sunday, we would be celebrating today the feast of St. Scholastica, who was actually the twin sister of St. Benedict. And it's recounted that at the, near the end of her life, she was one day uh, together with her brother, St. Benedict. They were conversing about spiritual things, and she wanted to stay up late and continue that conversation. Uh, but Benedict uh, was big into rules. You know, St. Benedict wrote the rule of St. Benedict, and he was like, oh, no, we've got to be back to the monastery at a certain time. You know, I can't stick around. And so it's said that St. Scholastica bowed her head and prayed. And suddenly, such a violent storm broke over the house where they were that St. Benedict could not leave. He had to stay there and talk to his sister. You know, that's how sisters are sometimes. But the, uh, the person who recounts this story comments on it and says this, It is not surprising that she was more effective than he. Since, as St. John says, God is love, it was absolutely right that she could do more as she loved more. Now, sometimes, I don't know about you, but I feel like that kind of a love is missing from my life. A love that would really change my life, that would really change the world around me. Sometimes, you know, we get up in the morning, we say our prayers. We go to church on Sundays. We say, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe the Catholic faith. But does it really change our lives? Are are they a whole lot different than they were to begin with? As I was reading today's gospel, I thought perhaps it's not so far of a stretch to say that that was what St. Peter's life was like. I'm sure he was a good Jewish fisherman. He probably got up in the morning and said his prayers, went to synagogue on Saturday. I'm sure he knew that when he was out there in the boat fishing that God was with him. And yet, as we hear in the gospel today, what did he have to show for all of that? Absolutely nothing. But then Jesus Christ stepped into his boat, and he said to Peter, put out into the deep water. In the original Greek, it simply says, put out into the deep. He says, he doesn't ask Peter, you know, do me a little favor. He doesn't say, as he says elsewhere, put off the shore a couple of feet, you know, or drop me in a a fisher's line and see if you can catch me a fish. No, he says, I know you've been out all night. You've already done this. I know you've just finished cleaning your nets, but put out into the deep all over again, but this time with me. And of course, what happens? Miraculous abundance. Their nets are so full, their catch is so great that they can hardly contain it. My friends, I believe that today, Jesus Christ is stepping into the boat of your life and of my life. And he is saying to us, put out into the deep. Have the faith, have the love to really risk doing everything for me and with me. Even if that means looking like a fool. Be willing to leave everything and follow me. What does that mean for us? Do we really have that kind of faith? We say that as Christians, we are uh, in the world, but not of the world. And yet we often live in such a worldly way. Today, Jesus is asking us, will you put out into the deep? Not just say, yes, I need to spend some more time in prayer. But say, you know what? I'm taking my TV and I'm throwing it out so that I can have more time to pray. 
You know, I'm canceling that Netflix subscription so that we can have more time to spend together as a family. I'm taking those contraceptives and throwing them out, and we're going to welcome a new child into this family. Are we willing to really risk our lives to, to put out into the deep as Jesus invites us to? Now, part of the reason that that is often so difficult for us to do is because we feel like if we were to take that step in faith, we would be doing it alone. We would be isolated. We'd stick out like a sore thumb. There is a reason that Jesus did not just uh, pick out one or two people to be his apostles, but instead picked out twelve. Because it is so much easier for us to step out in faith, to put out into the deep, when we do it as a community. And that is what we should do here in our parish, to really together, together, set out into the deep. You know, what if when, we, uh, when you're at your children's or grandchildren's soccer games or basketball games, you know, and, and people are talking to each other in the bleachers, as we all know happens, right? What if the, the rumor that was out there today, you know, was, well, how about, did you hear about all those IHM mothers? They're demanding that their daughters dress modestly. How countercultural, you know. How, did you hear about all those IHM fathers? They're setting limits on how many, uh, how much time their sons can play video games. Why would they do that? Why do they live as if they're not part of this world. Now, I don't say that to you because I think that uh, you should be basing what you do off of what other people say, or that we should uh, think that, well, we're better than everybody else. But you know what? I want you to be better than everybody else. I want this parish to be the best parish in the diocese, in the world, to, that we together should all really love Jesus Christ and give our lives completely to Jesus Christ. Now, it's easy, of course, for me to stand up here and tell you all the things that you should do differently in your lives at home. But we should really, each one of us, pray and ask Jesus Christ, What are you inviting me to do? How are you inviting me today to put out into the deep? But I would like to invite us as a parish to do together three things. And I've chosen these three things partially because they're things that I need to work on myself, right? And so it's not just something that I'm asking you to do. It's something that we all need to do together. And these are the three things. First... We, I believe, as a parish, need to put out into the deep and take a more concrete stand for life, for human life. You know, we've, I think we've been told now for years that the world, that our country is becoming more pro-life. But with these, this recent law in New York and these other laws that some of the other states are considering, we see that there's really much more to the story than that. And we need to continue to fight against legalized abortion in our nation. And so I am going to make this commitment to you that once a month, I am going to go over to the Planned Parenthood over on Auburn Avenue in Cincinnati to pray and to to pick it. Now, exactly when I'm going to do that, I have not made that decision yet because I want to put some feelers out there, find out what works well for other people. 
Also, I know that not everyone is going to be able to or feel comfortable with the idea of going and praying and picketing in front of an abortuary. So perhaps we can come up with some uh, alternatives, maybe, you know, like praying a holy hour at the same time here in church or on the same day inviting people to go down to the, the Rose uh, Mary Mission and, and do some work for life in that way. But I feel that we as a parish really need to uh, step out, put out into the deep, you know, and, and make life an important issue. It'd be the most important of all the social justice issues is human life. So that's number one. Number two is this. Let us all commit together to put out into the deep and limit the amount of time we spend every day looking at a screen. You know, I'm just as guilty as everybody else sometimes. I know I should be going to bed, but I'm staying up late watching, you know, how it should have ended cartoons or uh, uh, the Studio C comedy skits on YouTube, you know. And uh, we, we have to learn to say no to ourselves. We have to learn to say no to our children, to give them boundaries so that we can use technology, use entertainment, use social media in a healthy way, and that we have time for God and for family. So obviously this will be different for every family as far as what makes sense for those limitations. But let's all do it together so that, you know, our children can't pit us against one another. Well, so-and-so's family doesn't put any limits on what they do, you know, or we can't rationalize to ourselves. Well, my, my neighbor down the way or my neighbor in the pew there doesn't limit any of the TV that they watch or whatever. Why should I, right? Let's do this together. Step out in faith. Put out into the deep and uh, use our time in a healthy way way, limit what we do with technology. Third and finally, that I feel that we should really, as a parish, put out into the deep, step out of our comfort zone, and try to do a better job of getting to know each other in this parish. Like, we are a big parish, and I can guarantee you that you do not know everybody that comes to church here. So my commitment to you is I'm going to, every Sunday, try and introduce myself to one person whose name I do not know. Now, do me a favor, don't stone me when I tell you that I don't know your name. You'd be like, Father, you've been here six years and you don't know who I am, you know? Well, give me a break. There's a lot of you and there's one of me. And I want to know your name. That's the point. I want to get to know you. And we all need to have that attitude. I mean, if every one of us went out of our way each Sunday to meet one new person here in our parish in a, a couple of years, you would know everybody that you went to the same mass time with. And we need that. We need to be a community in that way to care for each other, even though that requires, of course, getting out of our comfort zone and, in that sense, putting out into the deep. So I ask you to join me in doing something like that. Again, maybe Jesus is saying something different to you in your own life, something uh, more that he wants you to step out in faith, put out into the deep. But let us do that and then do these three things together of standing for life, limiting our use of technology, and getting to know each other better in this parish. If we can do those things, if we can give everything to God in that way, really take that step in faith, we will see the abundance of Jesus Christ in our life. We will see his abundance fill the empty pews and the empty desks in our school and our prep program. But most of all, we will see his abundance fill our hearts with a deeper love of Jesus Christ. My friends, put out into the deep.